podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's John Gibbons for the Anfield Wrap, and I'm in Helsinki, uh, which is a new place for me. Uh, and I met up with a couple of guys who are going to talk to me a little bit more about um, Liverpool out here, and they're also teammates, um, so a little bit about their football team, and also about, hopefully, if we get on to it, uh, the resurgence of the Finnish national team, uh, which is an interesting story in itself, uh, but with Alex and Thomas, if I pronounce yes. that right. Fantastic. So, uh, guys, first of all, thanks for uh, inviting me out for a beer. Yeah, great. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> nice to have you here. I'd just be wandering the streets on my own without you. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 uh, yeah, it, it might not look... Exactly like fin- Finland's supposed to look during January, but uh, yeah. <laughs> not the best time of year. Yeah. But nonetheless. No, it's mild. I was expecting. I was expecting much colder. So yeah, uh, the, the, <laughs> the, the scarf stayed in the hotel, and uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not too bad at all. Um, I mean, we'll talk start about the Reds. So we'll talk about Liverpool. Um, you are both Liverpool fans. Um, how big are Liverpool here in terms of other football clubs? In terms of other support, where do Liverpool sit? Like at the top of the league, at the very top, I would say, in terms of support. Um, together with United, probably the two best or most supported yeah. clubs. Arsenal probably in there. And Chelsea, yeah. yeah. Other, other big clubs are, we, we are, uh, yeah, traditionally, traditionally other big clubs in England get, get a lot of supporters here. But uh, but I would say Liverpool is probably the most, most popular. Yeah. The most popular club. There's, of course, a bit of a finish. Finnish uh, heritage in there, and uh, and uh, of of course they've been, you know, quite a lot in, in the media. So yeah. people people tend to turn to that that direction. And going way back before, yeah. before the times of uh, well, the obvious names of Sami Hupia yeah. and Yari Litmanen, who had an unfortunate short spell uh, yeah. with, with the Reds and probably didn't hit the heights that he did back in the Ajax teams. But even going going kind of before that in the 70s and 80s, as Tompa, you and I were talking about the other day. Liverpool were the only team that was being shown on television and uh, I think a lot of people kind of gravitated automatically to, to what they saw on television really to be honest Yeah because I think people would maybe expect that it was uh, with Sammy Hupier and, and Yari as you say to a lesser extent just because of the time that, that made Liverpool popular here but I always remember with Yari Littman when he came to Liverpool Everyone always said his knowledge of Liverpool Football Club was so much. He, he, he knew. I think um, Jamie Carragher used to test them. He used to do quizzes together, and apparently his, his knowledge was was just so so. Yeah. You know, that's is that is that the level of passion that people have once they they're in? Then they they, they kind of want to know it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say so. Well, of course, Yarl is a, is is a, is a self-proclaimed football nerd. In a way, he probably he probably know a lot about any other team as well, but. But you know, during during those kind of formative years for him as well, like 70s, 80s, Liverpool were very dominant in the European scene and and and, and in in the media. I, and uh, they they used to show one game per week from English league here in Finland in television, and usually it was a Liverpool game because they were the best club. So uh, yeah. so uh, so that's why that's how I got Liverpool during the 80s, and that's I think how how most of the people at the time. Um, yeah. A bit later for myself yeah. would be the yeah. o- 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 five Istanbul final since then. But, okay. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So obviously now viewing's changed over here. You know the, yeah. the, the the days of you know one game a week getting to see who it was. Um, now presumably the the games. Yeah. You know it's all weekend game. the same the same it is in England. It is, and the, and I think Liverpool are still s- scheduled to be shown almost every weekend. Yeah. Despite who else is playing, and Norwich Nor- Norwich <laughs> are getting in there these these. Well, days. that's an interesting one because yeah, obviously uh, not. 
Warner aren't doing very well, but the centre forward very much is. And so is he, is he? Is he sort of a local hero now? Is he fighting for the younger ones? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, uh, absolutely. I, I, I'm, I'm quite sure. I'm quite sure there's going to be a bit of a surge. Uh, okay. Well, if 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 and when Norwich get relegated after this season, then then I I guess. You know that that they're, they're not going to be as popular as, but but still, you know, their Finnish centre forward Tempuk is going to be going to be big in the in the, in the media here anyway. So so Norwich is going to going to attract some supporters still. And he's just yeah. been named the uh, sports person of the year as yeah. well oh, okay. last week, which is a big thing. Which is a big thing for a footballer in his first place to get that, like to be nominated as footballer and then to win it as well. When like the number one sports in this country tends to be, you know, revolving around snow and winter, be it skiing or downhill yeah, ski or cross country skiing or then of course ice hockey. So yeah. So so for a footballer to win it is a it's a very big thing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's funny to come to like this because you know we, when I was on the bus on the way to the hotel and around the corner from here actually I see a sign for the Olympic Stadium and I'm thinking when were the Olympics here? And then of course it's the it's the Winter Olympics yeah. and it's really what we no, it, no, actually, it was not. It, it was summer. Oh, was it? 1952. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Which is why the stadium was built. Yeah. 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 For, the, oh, there you for go. those Olympics. Yeah. 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 Oh. But actually, interesting thing about Norwich as well, I've got a mate at work who claims to be a Liverpool fan, yet he's never been to Anfield, but he flew out to a Carroll Road. Is it Carroll Road? Yeah. Where they play? Oh, and uh, yeah, last uh, earlier this season to see Pukki play, just to see him play, even though he claims himself to be, a, to be a Liverpool supporter. And I thought that was quite astonishing that you'd yeah. rather go to Norwich. Than to uh, than to make to make the trip to Liverpool to go see to go see the Reds. Yeah, that yeah, that's a sadly that's the, that seems to be the mentality for 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 a lot of people lot of people. Yeah, and it's a bit yeah, yeah the success is really because it's so it's one man's success essentially, and then yeah. the whole nation stands behind him, of course. So it kind of. So if Norwich to go down and then he leaves, then that other team, whoever it is, yeah. might 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 start to kind of get a bit of attention as well. Exactly, probably, exactly. probably. But yeah, because he's a he's the first Premier League player in years for for us fans. So obviously he's gonna get that kind of kind of underlying people who want to follow football, but uh, but don't really attach themselves themselves to certain club. Of course, they they want to see how Puk is playing. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who stay loyal to Liverpool, um, you know, presumably, you know, as you say, back in the eighties, it was yeah. you know, this team that plays over here, where it's now, you know, the world's smaller. Flight to flight to there, Finnair, flight to Manchester. So the, the people try and get over as much as possible, make the kind of pilgrimage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know a lot of people who, who go go. I try to go at least once a season. But uh, there's been seasons for a couple, couple, couple of, couple of visits as well. Or then go to, go to uh, uh, one home game, one away game, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, sim- yeah. Similarly to myself, I used to study in England, so I'd always often go. I'd, I'd be down in London, so I'd often go see them play at the away grounds in London, and then go up to Anfield once in a while. But I think I think there is, and and, and the supporters club, considering the size and, and the population of Finland, is quite big here. Yeah. And to my understanding, at least, I'm, I mean, I'm a part of it on Facebook, but that's that's the extent of it. I don't part <laughs> partake in the conversations, but uh, but they they, they they seem to organize trips every now and then, and people will go over there and go see a few games, like Tampa said, maybe home and away, go for a few days, and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, I guess they're they're quite active. I know. Yeah, I don't necessarily kind of want to hang around that that part, part of it. <laughs> kind of on those trips as well because they might be, you know, 
I also like Finnish football, and I have a lo- local club here so that I support, and I don't, I don't want, I don't need to go to Liverpool to, to you know, listen for the whole week and that whole Finnish football shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about your club then, because you, as I mentioned before, your teammates uh, here, so you have a club here in Helsinki. So tell us a little bit more about them and how they kind of, you know, I guess brief history of the club and and, and your guys' kind of involvement in that. Yeah, about Ruiskus, yeah. our, our kind yeah. of kind of, kind of our, uh, Sunday football. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a club, uh, tw- 21 years old this this season this year, and uh, it was originally originally uh, founded by by uh, just bunch of bunch of lads, friends of mine in uh, east, eastern parts of Helsinki, and uh, it used to be for a long time used to be just just the kind of friends, and uh, and uh, but then. Then something happened, like something like ten years ago. That there came this, uh, I know, this Irish lad who wanted to have a, have a kind of separate team from, you know, for for his friends. And so, so we had a second team, and uh, and uh, then it took, it was took over by 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 these these foreigners from from the. <laughs> First from Ireland and then England, and now now we get a now we get a very very uh, mixed nationalities in there. I Mainly, think. yeah, like UK, yeah. I'd say is the majority. So yeah, yeah, UK. Brits, a few Scots, Irish lads, and then then we have some Spaniards, a bit of Danish lad playing for a while. A Russian guy. Russian guy. Ukrainian and then us two or three, two or three Finns. Yeah, yeah. So it's real kind of mixed nationality. Yeah. And how do they kind of come to kind of get involved? Are they, you know, people kind of living over here or? Well, actually, a funny story how I came across it was um, Footis Forum, which is a very old kind of forum-style blog interaction kind of platform online, and people search for players there, and they'll be saying, in the beginning of the season, we're playing at this level and this level, come for a tryout and whatnot. And uh, and it was either on there or on social media on Twitter because we were sponsored by a uh, an English language Twitter account a few seasons ago called Escape to Swami, who was run, which is run by two or three, uh, three British lads who uh, report on Finnish football and all things nas- related to the national team and the local league here. And we had them on our shirts, and that was a that was yeah. a cool thing to have. And it, it really I hate the word organically, but that's 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 how it uh, that's how it tended to come about at least for myself. But I mean, Dompa, you've been around. Yeah. Now it looks like our, the manager at the time, Gav, who was supposed to be here with us uh, he's got a, he's got a, it just looks like he's got a big scouting network anybody 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 who's moving to Finland he, he'll call call for he's a got try some, uh, yeah. connections at immigration yeah. or something <laughs> <laughs> call, call up all the new lads he, if he looks like a footballer yeah, must, must be like that he, he's, he's got this he's got he's got spies all over the place like if, if there if there ever is a Finnish girl anywhere studying or, or living abroad and when 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 things are starting to get serious with a local lad They, they kind of turn because that's the usual story, you know. They all all have all, all, all have Finnish wives, so so yeah. Gav Ga, Ga must be in the know of thousands of Finnish girls abroad. Yeah, <laughs> and this and this season we've got two teams at least. Yeah. So we play in the fourth division, um, and then for the first time we've got an over 35s over 35s team and then we're looking to get an or to keep intact the uh, the sixth division side so there's seven divisions in total and you start off at the seventh right um when you're a new team and that's where we started off two seasons ago with the second team which is where i play uh went undefeated for the first season got straight promotion to the sixth division and uh 
and yeah, now I've been in there or been there for the whole of last season and looking to retain our place and hopefully go up this season as well. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, I, I, I think football, in a way, it's a, it's a kind of. It's the natural way of, of getting when when people move here. It's you know how how do you get to know people? Yeah, you know? it's either work or, or or then you ask around like is there a game of football to play? And I, I, I really think that you know should be should be a bit more kind of you know there there should be a bit more kind of visibility for uh, for uh, for uh, how how good a place is the football pitch is hard for meeting people and yeah meeting new friends yeah it's, uh, it's true because there is no such thing in in let's say ice hockey which is the most popular sport you can't go anywhere because it's all all teams it's very organized there there are no kind of random sunday games anywhere but then football you can just walk to the next pitch and, and see if there's anybody who wants to play with you. Or if there's yeah. anybody at all. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That. <laughs> but no, but I think you're right. So I think, yeah. I think there's a lot of people do when they go to university or go to move to a new place. Is that well, how can I kind of meet people really? And I think especially for men, it's like a good, you know, it's a good thing for in terms of, you know, getting outside, would be with other people and just and just finding a kind of support network really. So it's, it's, it's cool that you've got that. And, and so the first team is in the, in the fourth division. Yeah. So it's so a pretty good standard. Yeah, and we'll be playing against uh, in the cup. So, what is it? What teams get drawn in the cup? I think it's three or four divisions yeah, down. Yeah, that's and it. And I think we'll be we'll be playing against the second division side. In okay. Next yeah. month or something. So that'll be that'll be tough. But uh, yeah, <laughs> to yeah, once before we played the third division side. Uh, that was before your, your time. We lost three 0 but it was a great experience. It's yeah. the one on tape or yeah. the one on video. Derlin, we still have it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, and we'll watch it every year at yeah. the... Uh, so that's like the uh, we, we Finnish had, FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 We, we had a shot on goal. But pretty much that bad. No, no, we considered it. Was, it was 1-0 for a long time and then, then we kind of opened up, you know, in the end of the game. Yeah, try to force one, yeah. So, yeah, but good experience. Yeah. Good experience. Oh, yeah, we had drinks, drinks all around after. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, maybe this season you give a second division team again. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Hope so. Hope so. <laughs> so the national team's doing well as well, and I want to talk a little bit about that because yeah. um, you know it's, it's not always necessarily been the case. Obviously, there's been standout players, but uh, this team seems to be doing pretty well at the moment. Yeah, and it's a lot down to the manager, I think. Like Dumpa will know, Dumpa follows Finland often. Yeah, abroad as well. But I think Marco Conner about the current manager has done a great job in uh, in bringing it together. I mean, it's 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 something that actually translates from hockey as well. We have a very strong kind of group identity, not so much individuals when it comes to sports. Yeah, um, that's why Puki is such an exception, probably at the moment yeah. as well. But he's really been able to harness a team, and, and and no one, there's no standout players. Of course, we have the guy up front scoring all the goals, but in, in, in terms of like any other superstars, true. there really aren't there really aren't many. Yeah, that that is exactly true, exactly how it is. So so it's a it's a kind of as a as a group, it's much stronger than than any of the individuals. Yeah. Obviously, we have a Radetzky, very underrated, but Leverkusen, very good. Yeah, from Leverkusen, Leverkusen, so plays in a huge club in in, in German Bundesliga and uh, not very kind of because he's not scoring anything. So so. Uh, yeah, so, does he get the so, headlines? Yeah, no. he, he doesn't get the headlines, even though he's uh, he's uh, probably even kind of if, if we think of kind of absolute world level, he 
he's probably a better player than Pukki. Yeah. But he just, because he's not scoring. In his position, it, at least, yeah, if yeah, you put it yeah, right yeah, to strikers, yeah. oh, okay. goal, goal, goalkeepers, yeah. he'd probably yeah. be up there as well. We've got a few lads who play in, uh, play in MLS. Yeah. Um, then, yeah. Yes, yeah. But that's about it, really, to be honest. Yeah, then, this, you know, this these guys playing in Denmark and Sweden. Yeah. But what, what would you say is like the biggest kind of turnaround that has happened now in the past two two or three years that has led to this uh, well qualification to the Euros? Well, it must be it, it is it must be about the manager yeah. because the same lads, same lad with the former manager Hans Botke, a Swedish guy, older Swedish Swedish gentleman, very good commentator, very very bad football manager. He went for a whole year without winning a single game with the national team. But they were mostly the same guys. Yeah. Pukki was there, same goalkeeper, same defensive line, everybody was there. Mm. But uh, now, with the new manager, they kind of found the... You know, he, he, he did something. And uh, and uh, that, that team is very easy to get behind as well. It's very easy to uh, support that kind of thing. That there, there is no one kind of this... Not not one single one of these kind of arrogant star players or or anybody who was actually they're they're actually quite vanilla everybody <laughs> <laughs> they are yeah and it's funny as you say as well John like we, we've had our Litmanins and Hubias and even Forsells and stuff and players like this back in the day but under them there really wasn't much we came really close in nine yeah or two thousand and, under under Roy Hodge yeah exactly yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, don't need to go there any yeah. <laughs> that much more, but I mean, yeah. He, yeah. Under him, we were doing we were doing all right, but this has been a yeah newfound glory, really. Yeah, and it, 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 yeah, those are those are the guys that will be with under Hodgson. They they were already kind of kind of on descent. Everybody everybody was a bit, bit too old to be on top, but he he kind of grouped them up once once still one one more time, and and we got very very close to qualifying at that time but they, they, those guys are Littmann and Hüppia those guys they were called they, they still are called the Finnish football's golden generation even though they never won anything <laughs> or, or even qualified into few few good victories away over Portugal away over Turkey away over Greece uh, tied four times against Germany that kind of thing but uh, but somehow they they just couldn't kind of Take that group into the next level as a group. There, there was always, there was always talk. I remember going going for away games, and the biggest thing was always like, is is Yare is is, is going to be okay? He hasn't he hasn't played a lot for for Barcelona. He hasn't played a lot for Liverpool lately. Is he okay? He's going to play. And if if he would like, if he wasn't okay, like then then we were like, fuck, who's gonna who's gonna run the show now? Yeah. Like there was no no one else on the team, yeah. even though it was filled with actually quite a quite a quite a good individual players. And the case, and often when when Yari didn't start and maybe came on around 60, 70, he would start running the show, yeah. which was incredible to see way into his 30s. I remember him scoring a bicycle yeah. kick. Yeah. When he played, when he moved back to, or when he uh, played in the in the local league here, and he must have been well, yeah. 35, yeah. 36 or something. Yeah, I, I think even more, maybe 37. I mean, it was, it was painful to watch. I'm sure it was painful for him to do as well. But it was it was, it was quite something. He would really take the onus upon himself to make stuff happen on the pitch. Yeah. Um, and even though his physicality and his legs 
started to tire. I mean, mentally he was he was always on it. Now that we qualified, there are still people who would want to see Ari Pirate support. <laughs> true, 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 true story. True story. At least as some some kind of a mascot, and I don't think, I don't think that would suit him too well. I don't think he'd be up yeah. for that. It's a, it's a shame. So, um, tell us a little bit about the, the supporter culture with with the Finland national team. Like, presumably, it's it's more yeah. popular now. But generally yeah. speaking, like, how would you know how what, what kind of ways do the fans behave, and what would we recognise yeah. is kind of different from what we know? Yeah, well, I would say that we have a budding supporter culture here in Finland in the local league. Uh, the biggest teams, my club, Hoiko, uh, the local rivals. Couple of others get a good support in in, uh, in normal games as well, but but the uh, since like during the last 20 years, the uh, national teams gotten very organized supporter club, and uh, and uh, we, we often for for any game we get at least a couple of thousand uh, kind of very loud fans, and it's it's been hailed also also very much hailed in the media by the players, and of course that kind of fuels it fuels it up a bit more. It's uh yeah, it's, uh, I think somebody told me that, that okay, th- this is the closest thing you can get to real football supporters. Supporting a real, like a, being a real football supporter in Finland, but I, I, I still think you know, anybody who opens his mouth during game is a real football supporter. So, <laughs> yeah, even though there would be just a couple of your mates there. It's a good point though. Yeah. Like the the players have also taken upon like, taken yeah. it upon themselves to kind of lead this. Yes. Uh, well, lead the fan base really. Yeah. So often after the games, Radetzky will be there with a megaphone, shouting into it and yeah. making people dance and clap and sing and whatnot. They've really. Well, besides doing what they've been doing on the pitch, they've really taken the lead off the pitch as well, which I think has resonated very well with the, with the supporters, and then that's been taken on by the media and like generated this kind of mass snowball effect. And now there certainly yeah. is something to get behind, like Don Pasel, and it's this concept of we call them hukayat, which are the, the owls, the owls, and uh, yeah, they're, they're uh, yeah. Looking forward to the Euros. Not sure how well they'll do necessarily in the summer, but uh, for, first time, yeah, first time for everything. Yeah, but yeah. Does, does, does maybe what Iceland do kind of inspire a yes, little bit because yes. obviously you know we know how well they did they knocked England out, <laughs> and so we're well aware of that. And so does that make people? Well, I don't know how close the countries are, you know, particularly, but you know, in terms of you know the size of the country and no one was expecting anything and what they did, does that make people here think? Well, maybe we could do something similar. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why, yeah. Why, why not? Like, uh, no, and now in these qualifiers, we saw that actually, we, even though we didn't win any of the kind of, we won once uh, over a big country, which was Bosnia Herzegovina, and that game was home. It was a great game, but uh, even even though we didn't have any any kind of any giant slaying activities in these qualifiers. Uh, I, I still think there is this kind of belief that you know, in one game, anything can happen. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm re- really, really looking forward for 12th of June this year. We'll be playing. What is it? Belgium, Russia, Russia and Denmark. And Denmark. So not the easiest. No. no. Nothing will be easy for Finland. But I mean, yeah, the, pro- the proximity to playing in St. Petersburg, for example, is I think really. Yeah. Really, um, gotten people on their feet as well, buying tickets and planning trips out there, and it's yeah. it's it's been made relatively easy for us to go watch a game in Copenhagen or then go watch a game in uh, 
in St. Petersburg. Yeah. Yeah, it, so they're away games, effectively, yeah, you've got. They'll both all be away games, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah this, uh, this, um, yeah, it's funny how, how the perceptions changed, you know, people, I, I know so many people who thought that I'm just like flat out crazy when traveling watch Finland game, play somewhere, like, I've, I've gone to, you know, Spain and to okay. Northern Ireland and, and England and, and, and uh, Italy and all over Europe to see an away game. These guys are like, why, why, why would you go there? Always get beaten. And, you know, and now the same same lads are calling me like, how do you get tickets? Yeah. <laughs> how, do you get, how do you get tickets? <laughs> you know, I, I get tickets. <laughs> you, you don't, you don't. Well, it's funny because we've got the same with um, a guy called Craig Cannon, who Alex will know, who was just away from, he's from Northern Ireland. Yeah. And he went for two years without seeing Northern Ireland score a goal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> forget about win a game. Two years, I didn't see them score a goal. And then... Now, obviously, the same manager inspires it, Michael O'Neill, and he's inspired it. And now you can't get a ticket for love, no money, but they've all got the credits, you see, so they've all got it in the bank, so so they all get to go. But yeah, it's funny how people kind of come. I have a soft spot for those Northern Irish fans because it was actually before our Olympic Stadium went, that was the last game before it went to renovation. It's going to be open next year again. And uh, it was against Northern Ireland in those qualifiers in which they qualified in the last games. Mm. So it's like three years ago, so something like that. Yeah. Afterwards, uh, ago, afterwards, we we went for beers and and we got into the the pub in the city centre where it was filled with Northern Irish people. But they were, of course, they were ecstatic because they had qualified for a, for a, for a World Cup. Was it, yeah, was it World, World, yeah. yeah. And uh, and uh, we had a we had a very messy night with those guys. <laughs> but uh, they, were, they were good fun. No, no problem with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and we 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 kept talking about like, you know, one day one day we're gonna qualify as well. And now it happened. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. So do you see football changing in terms of the hierarchy here? So obviously you mentioned yeah. the winter sports and things like that, but is, is football growing in terms yeah. of its, its place in the ladder? I think, I mean, the winter months are tough because of the well, obviously because of the climate and the facilities don't exactly don't exactly meet each other. So like we'll need a lot of warmed or heat, heated up pitches outside if it does snow and when it does go below below uh, below zero here and, and and yeah, you need proper facilities to train and and to and to really. Uh, want to train in, in, in those conditions as well but I think I think more and more starting from like a, a very young age I think people are, whether it's through Pukki or whether it's I don't know supporting someone like Mo Salah um, and, and bigger and a bigger club I think they're getting it in, into it more and more I mean the exposure that football gets here has yeah. also been taken to another level yeah, following it's been, it's as been, well. yeah. I, I, I think it's changed dramatically kind of how football is nowadays recognized as mm. the leading world sport in Finland as well, mm. where whereas it used to be like nah, nobody, football is boring. It's 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 uh it's it's slow. It's nothing happens. No one's scoring. No one's fighting. <laughs> <laughs> there there is no sticks you can beat people up with. Yeah, that kind of thing. But but you, it, to be honest, it used to be like that. Like when I, when I was growing up, growing up, football was not very kind of widely. In the media, like, and now they cover every league, and you, you know, it's 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 gone more global. Yeah. Because of you know, you can see games, you can you can support a American kind of MLS team if you want to, and see all those games yeah. if, you, if you really want to. So we've definitely so, benefited from having Twitter then over over in yeah. this part of the world. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. 
Um, just before we finish, I want to yeah. go back on to Liverpool, if you don't mind, yeah, and course, ask you about your favourite time you've been over, so your favourite trip to Liverpool. If you just have a little think on what's been a highlight of you, your guys. It could be an away game if you want, actually, I, but over in England. I, 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 yeah, I, I, have a, I have a good story from the... Um, from when when I went to uh, um, Stamford Bridge to see uh, see Liverpool Liverpool play away against Chelsea, it, it was I think it was around ten years ago, maybe eleven years ago. I think two thousand eight probably. Um, uh, one nil for us and uh, Alonso scored. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I got the I got the ticket through through a mate who's a Chelsea fan. But I didn't know that. I I didn't I I I was expecting to go into the away end. But no, it was, I was in the um, home fans end, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, I had a, I had a <clears throat> red and white scarf. And uh, when I was going into the stadium, they, of course, the stewards said, "Like, no, 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 you can't, you can't wear that there. Like, it's not possible." I was like, "No, this is the away end. No, it's not." Like, Fuck. And, uh, <laughs> so I hid, hid, hid the scarf. Went there. I was with a mate who was also, also a Liverpool supporter, and uh, we we sat down in the in kind of fringes of people, like uh, and tried to be invisible. And, but but in the second half, when Alonso scored right in front of me, of course I kind of rose to my feet and and started yelling and, and celebrating. I saw this kind of last turn to me. Look, what the f- <laughs> and, and, uh, so 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 I saved the situation by uh, kind of kind of shouting obscurities in Finnish into the pitch like that's like and uh, you were angry. Yeah, yeah, I'm angry. I'm not celebrating. <laughs> that's why I'm pumping my fist. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's quick yeah. thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I probably saved saved, saved a couple of teeth as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think mine would have to actually be an actually be an away game as well. And in, in London, incidentally, similar kind of experience at a Craven Cottage, thirteen fourteen season three two, when Gerrard scores a late pen. Uh, I think it was it was three two, wasn't it? That yeah. Game when um, yeah. thirteen fourteen. Thirteen fourteen yeah, season yeah, yeah. exactly, and uh, and a very very similar kind of experience. I thought I was going in with the away fans, end up sitting with the with, with the home fans, and an older gentleman behind me tells me to sit down every time Liverpool score. <laughs> Only he's allowed to stand up when when Fulham score, <laughs> which didn't seem didn't, didn't seem fair at the time. But, but um, but that's simply because I saw Luis Suarez play live, and that was the only time I've ever seen Luis Suarez play in the flesh, and he's. He's got to be one of the best footballers, if not the best footballer, individually talented footballer that I've seen. I've seen play, and that was, yeah, I'll, I'll always remember that. That uh, see, seeing him play, and, and that team, to be honest, as well, special special connection to that team, even though they, they, they did fall short in the end of the day. But the 13-14 team, after the 0506, um, I'm sorry, the Istanbul um, Istanbul uh, um, success was uh, was the first team that I think I was really behind myself, and I could see mm-hmm. them go places. I mean, they did fall short, but but yeah. Was a uh, was great, uh, great night that one. Yeah, good memories. I wasn't at either of those games, so I'm a little bit jealous, <laughs> <laughs> especially the Fulham one. I remember that well. But listen, thanks guys for for your stories and uh, your insights into kind of football over here. And good luck in the Finnish FA Cup. <laughs> cheers, cheers, cheers. <laughs> Giant killing! I'll have my fingers crossed yeah. for you. Uh, thanks guys, and obviously uh, good luck in the orders next year as well. But uh, thanks a lot for that, and I uh, hope everyone's found that interesting too. Yeah. Social Podcast Network.